0: You got this. All right. Ron Benway likes to talk. Ron Benway likes to walk. Ron Benway talks to friends and strangers. Hey. Uh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Good work. Good work. I am here with um, uh, Eric Torres, uh, also known as Devix. I'm probably just going to call him Devix for most of the rest of this thing, because I usually just call him Devix anyway. <clears throat> Um, hello. Hi. Welcome. You? Thank you for joining me today. I got it. Yes, yes. Um, you live in the central Pennsylvania area. Mm-hmm. You play all over this area. I try. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Get a little bit noticed.: notice. You write original songs and you, and you play them a lot. And
1: you sometimes use a looping pedal. You don't have a looping Correct. pedal today. Yeah, no. That's, that's like uh, the full uh, band
0: setup, right? It is.
1: It's, uh, it's kind of like an electronic version of filling in for everyone who is not available. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And unfortunately, that pedal is kind of broken right now. Oh, no. Yeah, the XLR, I don't know exactly what happened to it, but it just bugged, uh, what's the bummed out, I guess, and uh, tried to fix it, and I guess I must have scraped off something that was keeping something together, and I thought it was corrosion. Oh, so uh, no. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> but that's places around um, it. But you're not from around here, right? No. no. You were born in um, New York? Uh, New York, so. York, yeah, so... Okay. Uh, I had to check out the old one, naturally. Run right, sure. <laughs> uh, from Queens down to North Carolina at the age of eight. And then we moved up to uh, the place that I lived primarily for like most of the time i have been here, which was in... Technically, the address is Redline, but it's like across the street from Redline, which is oh, okay. New York. So um, so at like eight or nine? Uh, well, that was at 12. Oh, so 12. yeah, eight okay. from New York to North Carolina. And then from North Carolina up to here was 12. Right. So uh, yeah, the last 13 years have been all York-based. Okay.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> excuse
1: me. And I met you when you were probably like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. I would have been somewhere in there. Um, yeah. I guess yeah. I graduated at eighteen, and then either later that year or earlier the next year. Which yeah, just. about Did you always me. play
0: music? When did you
1: start playing music? Uh, pretty much played throughout my entire life. Um, music was pretty heavy for me, just because my brothers listened to all kinds of things, okay. um, and they grew up with a lot of different like different aspects of it. So like my oldest brother was doing um, classical music in school. He would do like violin, uh, and then he got onto, well he played piano all the time, but it was only at home. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually he started picking up some more instruments. And my other brother came home with a guitar when I was around eight, and um, I wanted to be a bassist originally, but he gave me, or not gave it to me, sorry. He let me use his guitar, and that's how I got into the whole thing. Um, that's when I started really focusing on it, started doing like you know talent shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started singing in tenth grade because no one in the band wanted to sing. <laughs> like, Someone's got to do you're it. You're a great
0: singer. <laughs> like you didn't sing as a kid. You didn't. No, not at all. Okay, um, time I to tried. sing. <laughs> right,
1: right. Uh, you know, a funny story. I, I don't know if this is how it works, like scientifically, but I definitely feel like I broke open my range by singing songs I had no business singing. It would be mm, like yeah. me and a friend in the back room just yelling to songs like you know, Belly Talent or something. It's like way out of my vocal range. Right, right. And eventually, my voice was like, "All right, if you're gonna do this." I guess, I guess it kind can, of mature as you were screaming it. through it. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> exactly. funny. that's funny. That's awesome. Um, yeah, play us a song. Why don't you play a sure, sure. Do you happen to have a capo? If if can, that's fine. Um, yeah, I can,
0: can find a capo. Cool, cool. Here, let me find one. There goes the mic. <laughs> So now I have
1: a new thing on my list. I have
0: on my list every time. It's make sure they tune before.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Now I'm
0: going to say make sure they have a capo. Well, the guitar on the first, place <laughs> What help. Oh, you're right, you're playing my guitar. You're playing my new $90 guitar that I bought at Guitars on George. Oh, this not bad for 90 the official, the, the unofficial sponsor of this episode is Guitars on George <laughs> in York, Pennsylvania. If you need a guitar, go to Guitars on George. <laughs> I traded two silver coins and some PayPal money for this
1: guitar. And a couple of buttons and paper clips on the pocket. He literally
0: takes, gold, he takes silver coins and gold coins yeah. and yeah. trades g- coins for guitars. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Kind of, kind of uh, <clears throat> like, you know, like uh, hobbitish yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's silver gold uh, an old fashioned or, bar. yeah yeah
1: totally <laughs> I take these things off because they 're okay. going to distract me the entire time uh, so this is one that I wrote that is technically not completely done, um something that I kind of just go through the lyrics and then reverse the song mm. um, and it 's ironically it 's called peace of mind um, and it 's an kind of an ironic song, which is why I really want to keep it and finish it, um and it 's kind of funny because when i wrote it I was in a fine part of my relationship not the current one but my previous one and um it did not have anything to do with the relationship. And then afterwards, it kind of like all of a sudden made sense. It was kind oh, of, which is weird, because yes, there was I nothing wrong with the yeah. you know the relationship in the first place. But afterwards, it just matched. There so. were ripples that were in your subconscious that came yeah. out in your writing. Yeah.
0: that were afterwards, you're like, wow, that's what that was about. Right yeah. off it and out, I'll yeah. write a song and not really know what it is. A stream of consciousness, write it, and not yeah. know what it is. And then weeks or days or months
1: later, all of a sudden, or someone like like will come up and be like, you know, something. I think that song's about this. I'll be
0: like. I think you're
1: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I, actually, I get that quite a bit and a lot of the stuff from that time I ended up doing the same excuse me, doing the same thing, but they weren't uh as put together. So mm. just this is one of those. You yeah. like it takes you time. You take Oh yeah, it you know, it takes some, to some to t- I, time. I would rather not take a ton of time right. doing the writing process, but if it is necessary, definitely. I would rather do it. Um it's just that I have a problem with stalling over perfection and then if it's not that, it's procrastinating. So i yeah, try to get along with it eventually. But yeah, so this one's called Peace of Mind. Uh, it's usually a key higher than this, but uh, put it down for the sake of not screaming in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's okay. <laughs>
2: When I used to know Not the time to go At least not when I Gave you everything I'm looking for peace of mind Seems stole only peace of mind And I don't want to End up with no, Oh no Oh no, no, no. Hey Alright, alright, alright Should have tried to call your phone, but I know you lost my number And I could try to reach you home But I know you burned my letter Baby, please don't send me away hey, If you know I'm sorry No, don't fight it Please, don't throw it away
1: Thank you. I like doing that live because yeah. you know don't expect it without yeah. no one on the sound. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Uh, totally. That's a little that's addition.
0: So um, so you, you had no singing training? You just were like, I'm going to sing? Not. You
1: weren't in a choir? And and no less. I technically was in chorus, training, I guess, in like fourth or fifth grade. <clears throat> um, but that's not a That's lesson. just one of those things yeah. where you just do it just because. So. Uh, no,
0: no and, professional and training. Did you ever take guitar lessons? Did you teach yourself to play guitar? Or did somebody teach
1: you to play guitar? Um, I completely taught myself from, well, started from scratch. And then, like, uh, obviously everyone goes on to YouTube at some point. And, <laughs> um, I, didn't take, I didn't do, like, those videos where Every they guy?
0: teach you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't doing, oh, like. Oh, you the, went to, I get it. You went to YouTube, too.
1: To, right. to learn, to you know, the, what they're doing. Right. And so, I, like, in a way, I was taught, but it was by watching uh, and not by, be, like, it being a lesson. Like, sure. you know, just seeing what sure. people were doing. Oh, right. Um, okay. And, you know, a lot of people do the the online lessons that are free. They'll just go through, like, a channel and, like, all the videos that they have on the subscription mm-hmm. list. Um, and then kind of ironically, I guess, in yeah. the couple classes that I did take in college, um, I went to... The Harrisburg uh, area community college. I okay. put on the Harrisburg location because they were the only ones with guitar lessons in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh the teacher didn't know what to teach me. <laughs> She's like, Why are you here? So uh, you <laughs> was like, uh, She told me to play something to show like showcase what you know skill level I'm at. So I played the hardest song I know. She mm-hmm. had a lot of like, you know, slap percussion and it and um, like tapping, harmonics, all that stuff um and she was like literally like you need to let me know what you're trying to do from here because what's going on (laughs) so um i took that opportunity she was ready to teach you c (laughs) chords and g (laughs) chords and A chords exactly she was like let's get the c down oh okay (laughs) um but i told her you know um like let's work with music theory because that's Mm. not something i was like super prevalent with and um That was, honestly, that is probably the the biggest struggle that I face as a musician is like not being able to immediately be able to like sync with other musicians, uh, that, that do have proper training, um, for, for instance, you know, when I try to read like the chords of right, on yeah, the book, yeah, I was like, yeah. all right, I know what an A is, but like, you tell me, like, you know, sus- uh, what's the word suspended or diminished or right, like, I yeah, don't know yeah. which one to do that with. Um, I'm all about shapes. I'm all about shapes. exactly. Yeah, know what yeah that's why I was watching the thing and I, and I, It I know doesn't that shape. make me, it makes
0: me, I, I can't play a lead. Like, I don't really do scales. I, yeah, like, yeah. I can't do stuff like that. I just get through it, you know? So yeah, you were saying about your brother that you grew up with two older brothers with instruments in the house, mm-hmm. and so it yeah. must have been very intimidating at first to pick up music. Uh, or was it, it more it wasn't community?
1: As... They were into you playing? Or... I guess it was kind of more community-based. We had a bigger family. Right. Um, so it was two older brothers and an older sister, and then a little sister, mm-hmm. um, and then just my mother. Um, I wasn't there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my oldest brother, whenever he played, he wasn't really in the house. So he did play keys whenever we had it, but we never really... I'm not. I don't think any of us are as good at like piano piano that we. I can't. Piano as we should be because we never really owned an actual piano. We had a like a makeshift keyboard almost. (laughs) Like it was it was an actual Casio, but it was like a really old. Dingy ones. Clicky, clicky. clicky, Yeah, 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 super clicky, like terrible tone. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's what we started with, and um, I didn't really hear him using that that much. So all of his work was in school with the violin and whatnot. Um, My older brother did some stuff on like uh, Acid Pro, which is like a software that was pretty prevalent then. They had like a bunch of pre-made loops and stuff that you could change the effects to. Uh, So I just took after him. So more production and more, yeah. More so uh, production on his end. Yeah, he would sing as well. Um, And I don't know, our family's always kind of just like, uh, worked off the net, the net excuse me the previous person so mm-hmm. like anytime one of them does something yeah, which was awesome because we all got into all kinds of different art fields and then we found our own uh so my oldest ended up being uh really into computers and tech um the next one uh he started doing more like uh comic art uh both of them were doing oh, cool. like 3d art on yeah. the uh computer your mother must
0: have been very so, supportive. Yeah, yeah, she's very this. supportive, you yeah. Um, you can't have an artistic family without a mom. Oh, yeah, kind yeah. Of, you know, <laughs> exactly,
1: you know? yeah. She wasn't the one to be yeah. like, turn that down. You know, yeah. she, <laughs> she, was, she was more so, I would say, probably the best thing would be like spectator. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. kind of the way that yeah. she fits into it. Um, she definitely was supportive uh, and like she would you know, try to get everyone to go. We all went everywhere together. It's kind of weird to leave anyone at home because some of us were still you know, too young to be right. left at home, yeah. stuff like that. So anytime there was a family event, or a school event we all went. Um, as long as one of them wasn't working. Yeah, good support. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a good yeah. fan base to start. And, and
0: now you talked about um, perfection, the
1: search for perfection in oh, music. Yeah. The biggest
0: struggle I've yeah. faced, yeah. I think. Do, do you, have you put out a record? Do you have a finished um, album?
1: I have, do not have a finished album. I technically have one that I released in the first year or two, I think, uh, like 2013, 2014, something like that. I had a CD that I was uh, originally putting out for like five bucks and I moved it down to three and eventually just made them free for whatever was left. Um, Didn't make a ton of sales at all. I didn't have it like available online. I had like one song from that. Oh wow. Um, We just didn't have like funding for it whatsoever. And it was all done through uh, the loop station and the iPhone that I had. From GarageBand To do the vocals Okay uh, And then the annoying thing I found out was The Loop Station Is actually an interface as well And I was treating it As like a Press record Do the entire track Save it And then just, like <laughs> had to keep doing that And I didn't realize I could just stop And edit on the go okay. I was like yeah. really annoyed So at least It gave me something it's To work down, really get yeah. myself down Rather yeah. than just Throwing it up there, however, I find if
0: you're like a, I mean, as you're a, you, you can loop and be a self. Like mm-hmm. you really need to know production, and you really need yeah, to for know sure. that kind of stuff I'm to like, be able to
1: compose. It, it helps for sure when you're when you're getting into the realm of of say like I do the open mic at the depot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we'll have like a random band come up, and it really helps to be able to orchestrate them mm-hmm. when you know what everything's supposed to sound like. Yeah, uh, and that goes for covers or originals. Uh, so it's really nice to be able to give those cues, those hints, and you know, just any kind of body language to pull everything together. Right, right, yeah. And to do it on the go. Do
0: you do you enjoy open mic hosting? Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. It's it has... Some people really love it. Some musicians really hate it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I, get, I've, I can I've, see both I've sides. Met, sure. I've, yeah. yeah, I can... I can <laughs> there's times <laughs> when you hate it and times when you love it. Yeah. I love so much... I just love chaos and, and randomness <laughs> that I love open mic because yeah, you, is... you just swing the door open and whoever walks in gets some stage time. And you that's really what I can't, like about it. That's what I really like about it. You really can't, you know, you can limit, you can be <laughs> like, yeah, you're so bad that people are walking out, so I'm only going to give you a couple <laughs> songs, but you ultimately can't really turn anyone away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, see, that's, I think that's one of those dilemmas that I face is like, I... I started on that kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like every, I, mm-hmm. most of us have, you know, we jump into an open mic for the first time that we're not hosting, we're just attending, yeah. uh, and then, you know, we learn by trial and error because we have that opportunity to figure out, do we suck or not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then we can kind of, you know, upgrade from there. You know, when I started, I had the whole entire loop station set, yeah, the electric drums, the guitar, two microphones, like I was doing way too much. And, right. I, you know, for such a small space and a small amount of time, I learned how to, really get down to the main focus and learn that like you don't have to do that baseline that's just oh that's right Right. you know if if there's a lot more intricate parts there's no reason they know you can play that (laughs) so some of those things can be like you know pre-loop just bring that in as is right you know something like that um, My favorite use of a
0: looping pedal is someone who can start it and make the song start. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, It's so annoying watching the person build it every,
1: and then it's watching
0: like, the two minutes of <laughs> building the song, I'm like, all right, here, it's going to start now. And, you yeah. know, and yeah. that's cool the first two or three times, but
1: you really need to get the song going mm-hmm.
0: and then build on that yeah.
1: inside it. And then you have the opposite at, uh, end of that where they start the song and then it's kind of... The climax is right at the start. You know what I mean. That was uh, the problem I ran into with the drums. A lot of the times was uh, they would hear all parts first, and then I would play the song, and that wasn't like the best route to go. So I learned from that as well. You right in the beginning, I
0: remember you, like I would you like you sounded so much like the Cure. Some of really? your songs yeah. are so much like the
1: Cure. I had a lot of people telling me Radiohead.
0: Okay, yeah, sure, sure. And um, and immediately, bartenders loved you. You think that's Like important. bartenders would be to me. They were like, because I was hosting the open mic and I was booking the yeah, venue, yeah. and bartenders. There was a couple that were just like, "You better book this guy. Like, <laughs> I, need, you're like I need, I need can't, this, <laughs> I need this smooth, sexy guy <laughs> on stage." When <clears throat> I was like, "Give him a couple years, we'll get him in here." Yeah, play us another song if you could. Yeah, if sure. You will. Let's
2: see.
1: So this is another one um, called someone else um this is one that i kind of uh i went through a phase of writing where i thought i was on like such a really good track i did finally get out of a writer's block which mm. hindered me for like i had to say close to two you years like, i didn't i did what? not write for like almost two years like i was writing things technically right. um but nothing finished. couldn't finish couldn't nothing playable huh. even like it was just all ideas Recently? Um, semi-recently, I th- two, about two years ago. How old are you? 20. Two years. Twenty-five now. Twenty-five. So, okay. Yeah, from ages like... Wow. That, just That's after a entering, you know, twenty-one or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, it really sucks. I was like, I'm in it. I can do this. And then it was like, yeah, but you can't. So I had to learn a bunch of covers, and I was like, crap. Like, I had inspiration. It was just like the writing bug just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So eventually I kicked out of that, and I thought everything I was writing was amazing. And I listen back to it now. I'm like, oh, that's not that great. But I had a period after that where I was like, okay, now I'm settling from like a big strike of emotion, right. and I can get down to actually focusing that emotion in the right places and not thinking everything is amazing. And
2: right. excuse me, right. rework
1: things the proper way. So this was one of those songs uh, called "Someone Else" and um, something that's also like a little bit different in terms of style, like a little bit of a flare on the rhythm that I don't usually do, okay. uh, and a big rhythm switch as well. So cool.
2: Started making love to the girl I call the one And now it stings inside my skull Can you hold your breath as long as you let me home? I can feel your heart, it's cold I'm never fine. Never find. Ooh, 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 I started drinking wine on the floor of the theater to keep back the feeling of what died. Can you keep a secret? I never loved you either. I didn't need your Bid-out lies I'll never find love And it's beautiful For someone else And it's too late Till far gone For something else And then it's beautiful For someone else
0: Lovely. Thank you. Awesome. Um, if people are in the area, where can they see you play? Do you have a... You gig around.
1: I gig around enough to get noticed. I'm trying to gig a little bit less uh, to not be so relevant to the point that I can become irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to yeah. have no, it's, people... It's, yeah. you
0: got to bounce it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but we're so
0: close to so many huge markets. Yeah, like yeah. If so, you get into a scene in Baltimore or wherever, mm-hmm. you're so very close to that.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, you know play... Some places recurringly, the Cantina has been booking okay. me every once in a while. Um, and then it's a place up in Harrisburg, uh, Springgate Vineyard. Okay. Um, and then, of course, you're you totally vineyard. Like, you think? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of you're people.
0: You're all over vineyards. <laughs> there's a lot of vineyards in this area. Oh, and for I, sure, yeah. Winders, people were trying to get me, like, and, who was it? <clears throat> Megan Donnelly was trying to get me into a vineyard. Somebody was trying to, I think maybe Susie Brown was suggesting I play vineyards. Okay. And I was like, I'm not vineyard guy, like, I'm not, I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm eggs and bacon. Yeah, everybody yeah. says has its own, uh... <laughs> I'm eating potatoes musician
1: guy, That's you right. know, yeah. like,
0: I, I beat on chords, I sing songs, I don't, yeah. you know... Well, it's great for busking,
1: I feel like, like, I've wanted to busk for so long, but then Are, I see someone bust? like you who's busked, and yeah. does it very well, you know, Aaron Lewis as well, and I, I kind of almost feel like I can't match the energy that it takes to do that, because, like, a lot of, some of my stuff is way too quiet, yeah. um... Uh, if you notice I do like some different vocal impressions and some of those are really soft to the point where no one it wouldn't be audible uh, especially in New York where you can't like amplify things so it's a it's a little bit of a struggle because it's something I very very much wanted to get into you know so I hear your stories that you tell about like you know out in LA and busking and you know Vegas and whatnot I'm like I gotta get into it somehow it's a fun
0: (laughs) thing but it's not for everyone like it's honestly Mm -hmm. it's not and every busker can't get on a stage and every stage person doesn't feel comfortable in the street
1: yeah um
0: I know a lot of musicians who like a dark stage. Like, I don't want to be out in the bright light with people all around me. (laughs) And I am fueled by that. Like, I'm fueled by walking into a room like just a a crowd of strangers. Yeah, yeah. And being like, I'm your entertainment for the day. Yeah, yeah. You didn't think you were going to have entertainment, but here I am kind of thing. Just a group of strangers is great to walk into.
1: I think that a a big portion of that has to do probably with the styling of what you're normally used to playing. So Mm -hmm. some people, you know, I think you have like a pretty a particular style that does fit very well in that so uh, it kind of becomes your you know a good comfort zone (laughs) how nice to call it
0: obnoxiousness style that's lovely there's definitely some style to it um years of obnoxious. and then i was watching this thing about um, go ahead so i was was just going
1: to say that you know your repertoire alone can can change those different stylings so like a lot of my originals aren't always the same as like the 90s like rock that i'll cover or you know like Some newer, like, 2000s, 2010s pop and stuff like that. So depending on what round you start really digging into, uh, that totally changes the difference between playing on stage live at the depot and then playing the vineyard, you know, like changes it up completely. It gets you into a different comfort zone. So Mm. yeah, I was watching a
0: thing about audio that was about like the the making of microphones and then the the evolving of the big band to the smaller bands because they had microphone equipment Mm -hmm. and then the beginning of crooners. And there was really no one who crooned before they invented the microphone, mm-hmm. because you couldn't <laughs> softly sing an exotic <laughs> part into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And you do a lot of, like, leaning in and kind of softly going for it. Yeah. And there's a point where there, there were no crooners. <coughs> Excuse me. No one in ancient Rome sat in a big thing <laughs> yeah. and saw, sang softly <laughs> to someone. You know, you had to... Rah, 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 you or know, an after opera. you, know, you Vaude next. Vaudeville whatever was singing in a big, 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 uh, big thing like this. Know, big horns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But when the microphone was invented, when this new thing came, they could, that's when Sinatra came out. And that's mm-hmm. when, you know, crooners, people who could take the time. And you can, some of those Sinatra <laughs> records, man, you can hear every tone of his. Yeah. And it's so intense. His voice was so intense. But before that, there, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you <laughs> so still, get, you say, still like, get some areas of that too. You're singing your stuff on a stage and, like oh, I'm missing out on some of the street. You're not really missing out on something. Mm-hmm. You're killing yeah. what you're doing on <laughs> the stage. Um, so yeah, the the, the street is a. Uh, it's a different. You know, there's there's art everywhere. There can mm-hmm. be art everywhere, and I like to promote art everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's part of what I like. Open mic so much. It's like mm-hmm. you know, you're sitting at home. You can sit at home and watch TV again, or you can come out and play your three songs you know. and Yeah, that's better than
1: nothing. Yeah. yeah. On the topic of my, what we were talking about earlier. You uh-huh. know, we mentioned uh, like you know your ups and downs on it. Uh, one of the most, I wouldn't say annoying, but one of the things that like really brings me down about the open mic is when people stop coming, um, and I'm, when I'm, what I mean is the musicians particularly kind of like losing their enthusiasm mm-hmm. about it, and it's it kind of stinks. And even you know other, I, I've seen a lot of people that used to come off for comedy and poetry all the time, and they, you know, sometimes the certain place is not the right place for it, but. It's it's upsetting to know that some people just like kind of almost give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some mm-hmm. people are only temporary, but um, it's a little bit heartbreaking, you know. I
0: used to see that in my record store. I used I? to see people who came in buying records from me when they were sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and knowing them and being mm-hmm. regular with them, and then they would graduate high school, and this is in Las Vegas. They graduate high school and they go get a job in a casino, and and I'd lose them. And you'd be like, what's going on? Well, Never I work happened. in a casino. I valley park cars. I gamble all night. I just used to be in a pearl jam when I was 19, but now I'm not. <laughs> I'm 22 now, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and you'd be like, well, why didn't you, what happened? Like, you just grew out of music or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you have to, with an open mic, I find you have to give them a carrot. You have to have some reason to do it. The best open mic is like the ones that are community based. Yeah. Are, Better. Shane used to do a great thing. He'd had a <laughs> songwriting thing. He'd give you a topic this week and come back and sing your song that you wrote about So oh, nice. Just
1: getting people interested. Nikki you know? kind of did that. She, Nikki she would, tries, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, here's the theme of the Nikki night. Nikki good. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, she'll be doing a 90s cover, or mm-hmm. do whatever, learn a new song for it, or whatever. Yeah. 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 That was the best part of it, was, booking a, when, I was book, when I was hosting the open mic at that bar and booking there... Was if somebody was really good, I could give them a Friday or Saturday night. Like yeah. I could book them, and so there was a reason to be like, "Y'all need to come out and get better at my open mic." because yeah. I could give you two hundred dollars. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I felt about the depot. As well. <laughs> like if I mean, you a lot have that not. power,
1: it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, depot yeah. was. Uh, yeah. I like that as well because it, it was that same aspect, and then also the um, the stage itself was such a prominent thing. Like it was such a. The Depot stage and, is awesome. Yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's a great way for a lot of new musicians, as, as I was you know, when, when the time came, uh, to really take the stage and learn how it feels and, and really is with mm. you and a crowd, because you're almost guaranteed a crowd to The Depot is a rock club. Yeah, It is. Yeah. There's lights, there's a raised stage, mm-hmm. There's
0: you're not in a window, you're not in the back of a cafe, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not standing behind some... Some
1: people will still blow your mind, though. Cody Kilburn, man, when yeah. he would come out there... It was crazy, because, like, it's, honestly, acoustic acts don't go very well. I don't get yeah. do a lot of my own stuff yeah. there just because it doesn't, you know, it's a big college crowd. But, like, Cody would come in there, and he'd play the softest stuff on acoustic. And get them all to cheer. And it was right? just, like, everyone's, like, yeah. Like, they just <laughs> straight to the stage, and guys and girls. They'd just be like, oh, my God. Uh,
0: ah, cool. That's a nice uh, foreshadowing. We're going to yeah. talk to Cody Kilburn. Yeah. Oh, a nice, nice, episodes <laughs> from now, we're going to talk to Cody.
1: So yeah, yeah, good. bring that up to him, man. That's I want to know what his... Uh, what his is. Yeah, yeah, that and and what you know, how he feels about that, you know, being able to pull that kind of crowd, in because we did that for a show, me and him, and then mm. uh, Matt Ruth and. Uh, a band called Batgirl oh, Matt, where, where do you go? Is he
0: go uh,
1: he ended up switching his work schedule okay. so it kind of like wasn't really available a lot of nights and That's a lot really of prime time him. for music right. and uh, he did actually come back out recently after work and that was awesome I was, it was good to hear him play again he, he's still got most of what he's what There's he was a, you know for.
0: like these guys, people disappear huh? mm-hmm. situation yeah, happens like oh I was here all the time and Marisa not... Porter
1: also came out that night
0: oh yeah well she had a baby so she yeah, yeah, had a yeah, two yeah. time well see but, the see if it, uh, but then, if she was doing it for a while with the baby and then
1: right yeah Liam Mm -hmm. and then even after that you know they were playing for a little bit but then she I think she She kind of backed out for a little while yeah and then Mm -hmm. he moved and then she just recently started wanting to get back into it so her and Seth have been playing out a little bit and or looking to play out I think they're looking for places now um and they came to the depot and it was like what were the chances of like Matt who was also a host of the depot before Mm -hmm. and then also Maurice like all in the same night everyone's just getting back and I was like Hell yeah. It's a, like yeah, a of the yeah. year. So. The energy. So the, nights, yeah. The yeah, it's awesome. Give us another one. Sure. Yeah. Um, let me think one here. Oops. Uh, this one is called Silhouette. It's an older one, but it's kind of... Uh, actually, no, I'll do this one. It's, uh, it's actually called Early Bird. Um, and this one's really fun. It's just uh, kind of all over the place on the guitar. And it, uh, it's something that I... Learn to be more comfortable with because I I get really uh, too comfortable uh, Mm. with a lot of like safe stuff. I get too safe, that's the right word, Mm. um, when I'm playing live. Uh, And this song kind of helped me to break out of that, even though there's still like pretty generic chords with a mix of my own, like unconventional ones. Uh, There's a way of like bending around and doing some really like, in some cases, risky stuff. Mm. And so I got that idea from Punch Brothers and I I just started listening to them not too long, like a year and a half maybe. And I just took after it. I was like, That's awesome, I want to do that. So we gave this one uh, with an inspiration to them.
2: (laughs) You're always sleeping on the moonlight when the body needs it. Oh, too tired for a weekend of excitement. Pull out from the sheets too. Tame your hunger Needle did we know That it won't be much longer Till a breeze comes through the room There's nothing left to read No all the files are in the store There's nothing that we need Box of emotion that's gathered in my room, as if it to say that I'm on my way, living in my arms, wrapped up in room i like to find words to say Everything, everything is better in the night Everything, everything is better in the night Nothing left to read And all the files are in the store There's nothing under me
0: Yeah, D-V-I-X, Devix, Mm -hmm. is here. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Absolutely. (laughs) Let me look at my notes here and make sure I talked about everything. Sure. Um, Why do you think you play music, ultimately?
1: Um, Ultimately, it's uh, kind of part of my life philosophy. Um, Not that music is the life philosophy, but I think uh, the biggest thing for me in anyone's life is... From my opinion, at least, okay. uh, is, is, you know, what the point of life is. And, well, I'm like talking in circles here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, the point of life <laughs> point of to life me is, is, is what I'm trying sometimes. to say. <laughs> yeah, The point of life to me is to essentially please your senses. It sounds really vague, but like you have five senses and what else are you doing besides trying to, sure. you know, not just please those physical senses, but also do, here, sir, yeah. um, to also, you know, just enjoy what life is and what it can offer, and uh, for me, the easiest things to do that with is your senses. So for me, I love audio. I literally love the sound of pleasing ears, mm-hmm. and um, that sounded weird. Um, but I, 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 that's something yeah. that is like very strong for me. It's yeah. the same as like someone who could it's be a like payoff. a food enthusiast. You know, like I really, really love food. Like eat it up. Like taste the different kinds. <laughs> Let's go across the board and try them all. You know, like some people really love that. Super tasters. It's apparently, people have like. 16 times oh, the I've amount of, this. like, yeah. you know, taste buds and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, like, for me, that's that's what I like, and I think that everyone should be doing that, and um, essentially what I'm trying to do is push across that same joy of not just, oh, that's great music, but, like, literal tonality that hits your ears and pleases your actual physical mind. The release, like of, the, <laughs> release
0: of the endorphins. Yeah, yeah, all and of that. The, all
1: yeah. the the science behind it, a lot of my, like, research projects in, like, high school, college, they were all about benefits to why you should be uh, either learning an instrument or, you know, listening to more music or doing whatever. Each one of them I've done something different uh, just off slightly about it. Like, you know, even physical, uh, not accomplishments, what's the word? Benefits, uh, yeah. you know, of like, you know, say drumming. I found out that like if you, oh, yeah, yeah, no, if you, it if you drum, yeah. it apparently... Obviously, yeah, really good release yeah. <laughs> as well, but you also have, uh, I guess it works every muscle from your neck down in your entire body, which is wow. nice. So uh, guitar, I don't think, really does that because you're not really, right. really around yeah. with your no, legs unless you find,
0: dance. I find it a little one-sided yeah, yeah. sometimes with guitar.
1: <laughs> but it's also, you know, the drums will also give you, uh, I think, a, a proper drum session workout for like 30 minutes is okay. the equivalent to, or either 30 minutes or an hour is the equivalent to like a premier soccer league's, uh, what do you call it? like, full-on workout, like, okay. one of their actual workouts. So it's, like, an equivalent. It's, like, you know, if you're not a sports guy, go do drums. Like, Dude, that would be so hot if there were d- drum kits in... Just in soccer? In workout. No, in workout <laughs> spaces.
0: If you, like, went to the gym and there was, like, a drum kit there, like, all right. Yeah. Doom, Hell doom, yeah, that'd doom, be doom, awesome. doom, Double bass, gotta yeah. get it going. And then there's,
1: like, a whole science behind... Uh, the physicality of it too. Like there's actually new science, new ish science, I guess it's a year old now, but, uh, where they're figuring out like music doesn't only like trigger, you know, neurons and stuff like that and release endorphins and, you know, different hormones and stuff. It's also physically vibrating and affecting like your individual cellular structures. So like, it is literally doing something physical to your body. To like, your body obviously, it's vibrations, but um, yeah, well, yeah. I, I like to think of it on a little bit more of a spiritual level than just doing it that way. But <laughs> I feel like there's some kind of magic <laughs> so to science-y. it. You know? It's, it's, it's a very so magical science-y. thing.
0: <laughs> you're a very smart person. I <laughs> this a lot you. online. I, I see you in arguments with a terrible people. Terrible way of discussions portraying people, it. But, yeah, but yeah, very, you. You're a very intelligent
1: person. Sometimes I don't, I just, I don't say it out the right way. <laughs> well, of
0: course. yeah. It's all in the... That's all we do. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: thank you very much. Thank you. We should, we should say uh, Guitars on George is our unofficial oh, sponsor. <laughs> he hooked uh, he me up real good, so nice, go to Guitars nice. on George if you're, if you're some in New York and need some a guitar. Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring her to gra- <laughs> uh, uh, steal all your grandpa's silver coins <laughs> yeah. and take them. Go buy a good drum kit, kids. <laughs> get a good workout. That's what we get from this.
2: Eric, thank you. Thank you, Alex. I'll see you again.